0: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.
1: I'm going to spare being called out and just go ahead and say it. I, we, at my request, waited 90 minutes because I had a craving for chicken tendies this weekend.
2: You were so, you are on such a chicken tender streak, a chicken tendy streak, and you can't get enough of them.
1: I don't know what it is, but I just got, like had this craving because we went to, there's this restaurant in Atlanta called Houston's. It's been one of my favorite restaurants since I was a kid. And we went there like a week ago and I ordered something, That I didn't want to get. I don't know why I ordered it, but...
2: You got a a cheeseburger. I got a burger.
1: All I wanted was the chicken fingers. I don't know why I did it. Didn't eat it. And I've been craving it ever since. So I was like, let's go to Houston's on Friday. And we went and I was like, there's going to be at least an hour wait. It was like an hour and a half. And Jeff's like, oh yeah, okay, let's grab a drink and then leave and go somewhere else. And I was like, I'm okay waiting. And I never do that.
2: I couldn't believe it. Like Callie never waits at a restaurant, but the tendy draw was strong And they were so good. And Houston's gives you a big old portion of them. Mm -hmm. So you even got to have them for lunch the next day. Oh, so good. And when I reached across the table to break off a piece of one. I smacked his hand. I thought you were going to stab me with your fork. I
1: almost did.
0: The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff.
1: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name
2: is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for Callie, who was on like an eight or nine day workout streak. And that dedication has driven me to get out and walk every day for like the past three or four days.
1: My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our fire pit.
2: Before we even get into today's episode, today's show, you need to know that I received, we received, Callie, the most delightful voicemail about our show. And it put such a smile on my face that I made it the first of the the end-of-the-show voicemails, and so you'll hear it at the end of the show, Mm -hmm. but it made me feel so good that I actually want to start today's episode with it as well. Okay. So this is a call that we got after Friday's episode from one of our uh, Upside listeners.
3: Double the Upside. Double the Upside. Double the upside by the end of the year? Yeah. Ooh-ee! Yeah, we did it. We doubled the upside. Man, well first of all, this is our TC from Ackworth. Uh Callie, Jeff, thank you so much for uh creating this community and the upside. And um I'm just happy that we doubled the upside. You guys started this. Hey! Oh, there's people over here. Hey, We doubled the upside. I'm in a Walmart parking lot. (laughs) When I heard that, I was just so happy that we actually doubled the upside. Man, there's so much more goodness to come. Looking forward to it. Uh, Thank you guys for this awesome community. And I'm just happy. I don't know about y'all, but I am really happy we doubled the upside.
2: All right, guys, y'all have a good one.
1: Oh my gosh. TC,
2: we love you. You know what my favorite, why I smiled so hard during that message is because he kept saying the word we. Mm -hmm. Like we, that's what makes this show and this community so great is we are all in it together and we're all doing it together.
1: It's the coolest. And if you, if you aren't familiar with TC, TC has followed Jeff's radio career forever. And he has been such a champion and a cheerleader and his energy and attitude is infectious. I think he should do the clothes for January. The close of the show.
2: absolutely. Without a doubt. All right, TC, start thinking about it. Think about something good that you can compact down to like 15 seconds, and we'll we'll get you to wrap up the show uh, January or February, early next year. You could be the close of, of the show. All right, so now on with the episode proper, the highlight of my weekend was the fact that I think I saw my very first bear.
1: And if you don't know this already, because I don't know that we've ever talked about this on the show before, Jeff's life goal on his bucket list is to see a bear in person, not in captivity.
2: A bear in the wild. And a month or two ago, we went up to Asheville and I feel like... Based on the people I know who've gone to Asheville, like I feel like you go to one of those local breweries, you know, and a bear just shows up and orders like a cheeseburger and sits next to you. Like that's how prevalent bears are supposed to be in Asheville. You know how many I saw? None. And he was so sad. I saw signs that said bear crossing. Beware of bears. I saw the special garbage cans like on the street where you got to like reach your hand in and up around do all the stuff that a bear claw can't do, but a human claw can. No bears though. We had a house up in South Carolina near a lake for a dozen years. Never saw a bear. Never seen a bear in the wild. But the other day I was driving down the street. And uh, it was, if if you're in the Atlanta area, it was between Buckhead and Vinings and an animal ran in front of the car and it was far enough ahead that I could see it moving. Like my headlights didn't fully get it. And I just assumed it was a dog. But my, because my brain thinks like if something runs in front of your car and it's bigger than like a. Possum or a fox, then it's going to be a dog or a deer
3: mm-hmm.
2: wasn't deer size, so I 'm like, oh, this must be a dog this is a really, this is a really big dog, right? This is what my brain is thinking, Then I go that dog's running really funny, like it's not running like a dog runs that t- th- I had this thought, but that dog runs like a bear right <laughs> but and that was, so that's my thought, so I kind of slow down because I will. I mean, you know, we love dogs. So if I ever see a dog like running loose, that's a karma investment in case one of my dogs ever gets out. (laughs) I'll always try to pull over, help it, see if it has a collar, call the owner, whatever. So I kind of slowed down and this giant dog was in the woods and it looked at me. And then I had this thought, huh, that dog's face looks like a bear's face. Oh my gosh. And then it just took off up the hill, still doing its silly run And as soon as it was out of sight, then it clicked that that was actually a bear. So
1: then Jeff gets excited and he calls me and I had taken Ambien like a good 90 minutes before he called and woke me up. So I I was like,
2: I was meeting a friend for a beer at like 8 p.m. So Callie's already been in bed for an hour.
1: And I was like trying to give my best excitement but I had taken Ambien like 90 minutes earlier, so I was probably like, "Hey, that's really cool. It's the coolest thing I've ever heard." And he's, yeah. Nobody cared. I called. Uh, we have friends
2: who live in the neighborhood, and I, they, I, I almost was certain that I remember them saying, Are "You talking before, about Kevin and Val?" Yeah, that they said that there was like a bear in their yard or their neighbor's yard or something like the the year prior. Mm-hmm. So I text them. I go did you tell me? And they lived kind of near there. I said, do you want to tell me that you saw a bear in your yard? And they were back. Yep. And I right back, I just saw one and nothing. They didn't care. Like they should have come out. They should have bought me champagne. I don't know. But I think I, and, and, and I don't think it counts as my first real bear sighting because
1: you didn't realize it was a bear. Right. Womp, that, womp. I
2: thought it was just a big, dog that looked like a bear. <laughs> thought it was a dog wearing a bear costume.
1: Also this weekend, um, I went to the Nutcracker at the Fox Theater on Sunday, which is something that my mom and my sister and I do every single year around Christmas time.
2: How many consecutive years do you think you've seen the Nutcracker?
1: Um, I have been going since I was like four.
2: and So you're, like a
1: really long time.
2: So you've been going for at least 25 years. Yeah. And have never missed a year. Um, not that I can remember maybe for college or something like that, something, but, but if, if you're in Atlanta, you go see the same show every year for 25. Yeah. Years.
1: And they make variations every year. So like, it's a little bit different every year. So you always get, but like the venue is the same. It's at the Fox theater, which is this beautiful, historic, like 90 year old, um, theater that's here. It's, that, so beautiful. it's gorgeous. And, um, it's, you know, they've had the same backdrops what, and every,
2: what kind of variations are they making?
1: Um, like either the costumes will vary a little bit, the order of the sequence, like it, d- the dance tells a story, a Christmas story. So sometimes the variation, of, it's just the story varies a little bit. Got it. Um, I know that doesn't make any sense. To
2: like there's like a random unsolved murder and you don't know who's done it until.
1: No, not no. like that at all. Like sometimes there's just little things like the story of the nutcracker is this like magician wizard guy brings a nutcracker to a Christmas party. Do you sure. know this? No. Okay. And it comes to life in this girl's dreams, the girl that gets the nutcracker. Right. So sometimes the nutcracker would be, And Um, this was
2: written before recreational marijuana was legal anyway. Oh my gosh. This was written
1: in like a really long time ago. Got it. Um, And it's it's a Russian ballet and it's just... um, Anyway, so they would make little variations as to how the Nutcracker got broken or the dances that they do at the party or whatever. Like there's just little variations. Um, But this year I was really sad because this is the last year at the historic venue.
2: Yeah, they're moving out of downtown Atlanta to uh, another beautiful but not but much newer.
1: Like it's new and modern and within the
2: past 10 mm-hmm. or 20 years a brand new v- venue that's that's outside of downtown Atlanta and that I I don't go to the Nutcracker and that actually made me a little sad.
1: Cuz the it's hard to explain unless you've been to the Fox Theater in Atlanta, but Atlanta doesn't have a super long history. Um you know what I mean? Like, it's not like Boston.
2: Right. Well, well, on account of the entire city being burned to the ground. Right.
1: So I would say probably the Fox is one of the older buildings that we still have here. Not only that,
2: it's also the whole charm of downtown where they decorate the street poles. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there's the restaurants that are nearby and across the street and all that where you can uh you know, go and have a drink and the the hotel lobbies are all super decorated. Yeah. Everything's very festive. I don't think they'll have that at the new venue.
1: No. So here's what I want to propose, because I was thinking about this. Um When I was sitting there watching it, I, there are a couple things. I mean, the Fox isn't going anywhere. It's just the nutcracker at the Fox. And there are a couple of bucket list things that I've always wanted to do surrounding the Fox, uh, the nutcracker at the Fox. So I think that we should buy tickets and go again. And I think you should come with me.
2: I would do that. You would? Yeah, because I I honestly have not seen the Nutcracker since it was mandatory in probably middle school. mm -hmm. Number one. Number two, yes, the Fox Theater, the charm of it and it being the last year. And three, I think it would be cool.
1: But here's what I want to do. My bucket list thing is I want to sit in the front row and I don't even know how you get tickets to the front row. Like, I don't know. I would assume it's like donor tickets and stuff like that. But I want to see the orchestra. Like i want to be able to see the conductor do his thing. And I want to be able to be so close that you can see their feet. The dancer's feet.
2: You danced all through like you danced ballet all through until you left for college. Mm -hmm. So it would you it would mean more to you.
1: Right, to see all the intricacies of like everything and Got it. you know, just to be able to see it that close and then also see the conductor leading the orchestra. What like,
2: if it was just regular seats, but you brought binoculars?
1: Then I would be holding my arms up the whole time. Well,
2: you get the ones with the little sticks, like um Julia Roberts did in
1: Pretty, Pretty Woman. Woman. Yeah. Anyway, so I would like to do that. Um let's say first three rows.
2: The um The reviews on our show that live on Apple podcasts are 99% wonderful, but there are some people who pop on there and have complaints. Callie doesn't read the complaint ones because she doesn't like that. I read them because they amuse me.
1: And I'm convinced that it's the same person.
2: Yeah, I, I can see some patterns in there too, but that's beside the point. This one, somebody wrote a, a negative review of our show and their comment was Callie and Jeff must assume that everybody listening cares about dogs because all they talk about are dogs. That was their complaint (laughs) about the show. And then our show really stinks. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're an idiot. Then I thought for a second, I'm like, but you're not wrong. Like we have the super pup alert. We have the underdog thing. Mm -hmm. We talk about our dogs. We talk about our dogs complaining with the neighbors. We are a dog heavy show.
1: Well, it's just, I think the reason is it's based like the show is based on our experiences and we have dogs. So if we owned a cat or when we get a cat, cause that's on Jeff's list of like things that we're going to do, um, when we adopt a cat, then we'll have more like cat stories probably, but I think it just comes out that way. Cause we have dogs. So they're just top of mind for us.
2: Or if, you know, hedgehogs become legal and we can get a hedgehog, mm-hmm. Because I wouldn't get, I, but people are like, well, you talk about hedgehogs and you have the weaponized hamsters campaign and you you love animals. Why haven't you gotten a hedgehog? And I, don't, like, this is the, the a true story. I don't want to get a hedgehog because they're illegal in the state of Georgia right now. And- Lily would eat it. And no, she would be fine, and I would want to Instagram it and take pictures of it all the time, but I know that would stress Callie out because Callie doesn't break rules, and Callie definitely doesn't break laws.
1: No, I def- I don't break laws. Uh, but here's the thing, though. One of my friends um, is getting their child a... Um, hedgehog for Christmas from a breeder that's in this state. So I think you can do it. The problem she said is that a lot of vets won't see them and you have to have a vet if you have an animal. Of course. So it, she had to like go through the process of trying to find a vet that would see the hedgehog, but she's getting her child a hedgehog for Christmas.
2: So to the, to the complainer on the Apple Podcast thing, and if you haven't, we, we do appreciate um, any you know positive reviews and five star reviews and all that. Um, the uh, The only way, place that we know that you can leave them is Apple Podcasts and also Spotify. Right? Is that the other one? I'm not
1: sure, but if you can leave a five star review and you haven't done that yet, it takes like ten seconds. It really helps our show. It helps us pitch our show for different things, and um, it's super helpful. And it's free to do. So.
2: And and just despite that person, you should go in and, and you should write your review about what you like about the show. And then you should end it with, and I love how much they talk about dogs.
1: (laughs) That really, it, yeah. Jeff is funny with stuff. If your comment, if your negativity can be made fun of, like, cause it's a little silly, Jeff will poke the bear on that. Like he, he will make fun of you.
2: Let's say poke the pup.
1: Poke the pup. Speaking of how we only talk about dogs. I have a super pup alert, but it's actually from an upside listener who left a voicemail.
0: Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Kara. I just had to call in to tell you how good and smart my dogs are. My husband's in the military, and he's gone for a few weeks right now, and my dogs always sleep in bed with me. So tonight I got into bed, and my dog Lucy refused to get in bed. She just was staring at my bedroom door. Nothing would get her in bed. So I started thinking, and sure enough, I forgot to lock my front door. She knew. So I went and locked my front door. As soon as I came back to my bedroom, she jumped in bed. So smart. Was trying to tell me, uh, hey, mom, lock the front door. We're alone tonight. So I just had to share that story. Thanks for everything you guys do. I love the show. Bye.
1: I, well, Lily did that to us. Remember that? Because, but that was different. That
2: was the back door was open. The door to our screen room is open. This woman just forgot to lock her door and the dog knew it.
1: Animals are amazing. Thank you for calling with your super pup alert. And seriously, we're not going to, if you have a super cat alert, a super bird alert, a super hamster alert. A super snake alert. I'm not into snakes. I will not do that. But if your snake does something heroic, I guess let us know and and we can filter that through as well. Um, All animals welcome on our super whatever alert.
2: Callie is so nervous. It is much she hate. There's not a lot of animals that she dislikes. One of them is snakes. The other one is spiders. And she is so paranoid that I am going to bring spiders into this house.
1: That is not what I am paranoid about. And I actually am not. I'm I'm not snakes. I'm terrified of like if a snake makes its way into our home, we're moving like no <laughs> questions asked. A spider, I'm just like, eh, I would rather not kill that. Can you kill it? Can you deal with it? But like, they're fine. They're pretty to look at. They make pretty webs. I appreciate spiders and they eat mosquitoes. Um, But Jeff has started- doing this, Jeff's entire wardrobe is t-shirts. So, and most of them are like target t-shirts. Like we're not, we don't have like super duper high-end hundred dollar shirts around here. Right. But he doesn't want to dry them. And I'm not really sure why.
2: I don't, I've stopped. I, I don't dry any of my shirts, t-shirts or like hoodies or sweaters When the weather is nice, because I just realized we have all these hooks on our enclosed patio, and there is nothing more lovely than the smell of a fresh air dried shirt.
1: Okay, that's a little weird. Um, Our house, the reason when he says hooks, the woman who lived here before us loved plants. So she has like anywhere you could possibly put a hanging plant there is a hook for it. That so is true. Jeff There are a
2: lot of them. <laughs>
1: she loves plants. So Jeff um, started putting his laundry outside to dry. And all I can think about is our friend Erica. And she was telling me that she left her jeans on the floor of her closet and put them on and then got a brown recluse spider bite from a spider that crawled into her jeans. Wait,
2: what? No. Who mm-hmm. did this happen to? Erica Powell. It did?
1: Mm-hmm. And she showed me the pictures and like her whole leg was all jacked up where, and it was really bad. Where did it bite her? Somewhere on the leg. I forget it anyway. So, and, and you're putting your shirts outside and spiders like dark places they like to find. So they will get inside your shirt. So I'm not worried about you bringing something into the house. I'm worried about you being bit by a brown recluse.
2: But that could be, is it recluse or recluse?
1: I don't know. R-E-C-L-U-S-E. You decide. The-
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay, that is definitely the exception, right? Those spider bites. Because you put, you, it, she her clothes were in her house on the floor. Yes. That's where most of your clothes are.
1: Right. And I shake my clothes out that have been on the floor before I put them on. You do? Yeah. Because of her. You should, if you see the no, picture, you'll no. never leave. You will never leave your shirts outside ever again.
2: It is, it, it's, it's. I, all I can think of for a man or a woman is where else that spider could have bit that could, could you damage you forever? Oh God, that's (laughs) horrible.
1: Anyways, I'm just worried about spiders getting into your clothes. And it's not like you leave them out there for three hours and bring them in. Like you leave them there for like a full 24 hours outside.
2: I had to leave the other ones because I misjudged the temperature and the cloud cover. So mm-hmm. we did have some shirts out for 24
1: hours. So just but be this, careful or shake them out. Or, that's all I'm saying. If you, I, I, I'm going to see if she'll text me that picture. It's I don't want so it. It's so gross. Uh-uh. Why? Because
2: I've seen those pictures before, those brown recluse bites. And it's, yeah. And here's the thing is I really enjoy the smell. And I know that somebody is with me on that. Callie, I bring my shirts in and I'm like, Callie, they smell so good. And she's like, I don't get it.
1: I, well, it smells like nothing. It smells like fresh air. But air doesn't smell like anything.
2: You don't get it. All uh, right. I get you. We got to say thank you so much to our partners on the show this week. The first one we are going to give some love to is Bomba's Socks. Did you know that the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters is socks? Bomba's wants to make sure that everybody who needs a pair of socks has a pair of socks. They've got the most comfortable socks in the history of feet, and for every pair purchased, they donate a pair to somebody in need. They've already got donated like 20 million pairs, and that number goes up, obviously, every single week. My new favorites, their new Merino wool socks. They're breathable, they're dry, they're not itchy, and they got that perfect amount of thickness. Right now, you can get your own with 20% off your first purchase great for a gift or something for yourself, just go to bombas.com slash upside. That's bombas.com slash upside to save 20%.
1: I seriously love that company. Um, And I know the word wool is scary, but they're really, I wear them every single day and they're not itchy. And they're
2: not itchy at all.
1: And they're the perfect thickness. No, love them. Um, Care of, welcome back to the upside this week. Care of, you may have heard of their individual vitamin packs. What you do is you go to takecareof.com and you fill out, it's kind of like a survey and questions about yourself and your lifestyle and your goals and stuff like that. They put together a vitamin pack for you for every single day of what you need. And they personalize it. So it has your name on it. It has a cool good vibey quote on it, which I personally love. And right now they are offering 50% off your first care of order. When you go to takecareof.com and enter the code upside 50. Again, that's 50% off your first care of order. Go to take of.com and enter the code upside 50.
2: Callie puts so much care and attention into her gift guides. You're missing out if you haven't checked them out because you will find something for somebody on your list. Guaranteed.
1: It is my favorite thing ever. And I know I'm not supposed to like pick favorite children, but um, I released yesterday the gifts under $100 and it's my favorite one.
2: What did you say in your Instagram stories that it that the $100 mark is the perfect spot where you can get like the really fancy brands, but at a great price.
1: Yeah, I that's why I love the under 100 thing. And let's be honest. So there's not a ton of people that I spend like, 65 to a hundred dollars on, but the stuff in that range is really, really good. I've got one of Oprah's favorite things on there. Um, you just got to go check it out. You're going to love it. So are we giving out my blog? Is that what we're telling people to go?
2: You can go to CallieDollar.com or you can text gift guide to five, 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 eight, 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 and it'll get sent right to your phone. Happy shopping. All right. A couple of beautiful human alerts. The first from our own community. If you're not a part of our Facebook group, you need to join it. We've got the link in our show notes, but our Facebook community is so awesome, and T Bird manages that whole thing for us and keeps it all organized and 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 makes sure that no crappy stuff gets in there. Well, she flagged us to a woman from our group named Ashley Bernard Camp, and Ashley heard about somebody who was going to have no food for their family over Thanksgiving, and. T-Bird and Ashley talked and this woman, Ashley, drove two full Thanksgiving meals, one for Thanksgiving day and then another one just like so they could eat the following week Mm -hmm. out to this family like over 50 miles from where she Ugh. was, gave cash out of her own pocket to this family and just gave the woman a hug. It was like a, s- a sudden unemployment type situation mm-hmm. and, and just f- fell behind on bills. And T-Bird said, and Ashley is so awesome. She has an organization called My Friends and Me that help people at Thanksgiving time and knew that she would would, would be the perfect person to take care of this family. So T-Bird wanted us to acknowledge Ashley Bernard camp is a beautiful human amongst our own community.
1: I love that. And also I feel like, um, it's a good, it's good to remind ourselves that it could be any of us that is struggling for a paycheck. It really could. So if you have an opportunity to pay it forward to anyone, you know, no shame. It really could be any of us. Anytime. We never know what life is going to hand us. So, um, it's a beautiful thing to do.
2: There was another, just bragging on the Facebook group and it's to, to, uh, kind of what you just said, uh, there was another story in the Facebook group about a woman who bought a cup of coffee or like a Chick-fil-A or some McDonald's drive-through meal, something mm-hmm. relatively inexpensive for the car behind her. And it turns out that that person was uh, her neighbor. And so they, she, she saw the woman who received the free cup of coffee saw the person who bought it, like mm-hmm. two houses down and walked down and talked about what a crappy 24 hours she had Aww. and how that cup of coffee was magical for her because she was just feeling really down. So I love it. Cup of coffee if you can. And if not, sometimes just a smile.
1: Yeah. Um, I have a beautiful human alert. There was a 17 year old. His dad was on the list in 2015 for a kidney transplant. And the dad was like, I don't want anyone to know that I'm sick. Let's not talk about it. Don't ask people to pray for me. Don't do fundraisers. Like I don't want to be treated like someone that's sick. So let's act like this isn't happening. And the 17 year old went to school and told his teacher, Ray Stedman, that he was stressed out. He was really worried about his dad. His dad was rapidly declining. And Ray Stedman, the teacher said, I, he said that he felt a pull to donate a kidney to the kid's dad. And he donated a kidney to his student's father.
2: And this saved his life. this guy didn't even want to tell anybody for years that he was sick. No,
1: And it's just, it's just a beautiful human thing. I'm so inspired by T-Bird said that she could do that.
2: Just donate a kidney mm-hmm. to a total stranger.
1: It seems like it's, if somebody needed it and I saw someone and looked in their eyes and was like, oh, I love you. Like I would give you a kidney. No, que- no question. Thanks. But I feel like these people that do this so selflessly without even knowing anything about that person, it's unbelievable. It truly is a selfless deed.
2: Yeah, so, and if you're not an organ donor, uh, as somebody, my very good friend, Melissa Carter is a kidney recipient and uh, she got her kidney from family. But if she wasn't able to find a match within her own family, she'd have to rely on the donor list. Mm-hmm. So if you are not an organ donor, um, it's just a checkbox on your
1: driver's driver, license. Driver's yeah. license.
2: Um, make sure you do that, but then also tell. It's also important for you to tell your husband, your wife, your parents, your kids, what wh- you want. whoever. Mm-hmm. And tell them that uh, that's what you want as well. A right, brand new partner on the show this week is a company called StoryWorth. This, this is so cool. Yeah, this is, this is awesome. Uh, StoryWorth is an online service that helps people tell the story of their lives one question at a time. So if you are, if you give StoryWorth, let's say to your dad, once a week, he'll get an email with questions that you might have never thought to ask. Like, what's the biggest surprise you ever got in life, for example? And He answers that via Mm -hmm. email. He writes his answer and submits it. And after a year, all of those answers are compiled into one book and delivered to you. You can, of course, order multiple copies for everybody in the family. But how great to get all those stories that you might not have even, even known or your favorite stories that you do know compiled into one volume.
1: And if you start it now, that would be a great Christmas gift for next year. Yes. So start it now.
2: Check out the website. Go to storyworth.com and of course do the slash upside thing because they're giving you $20 off your first purchase. It's storyworth.com slash upside.
1: This weekend, we were hanging out with our friend George. Hi, George, if you're listening. Um, And he was telling us something that um, Ted Turner always does. We were talking about um, showing up for meetings and how Ted Turner is Always early by like at least 15 minutes, but
2: usually 30. It's called Ted time. And I, years ago, was lucky enough to get to have lunch with Ted Turner. Which is at, like amazing. At Ted's Montana Grill. And George told me, he's like, lunch is at 1130. Ted time. And I said, what does that mean? And he says, lunch is at 1130. Ted will be in the restaurant at 11.15. So everybody in Ted's world just knows that you have to be ready to go 15 minutes early. And after thinking about it for like last, the, over the weekend, last couple of days, and thinking about how stressed out most people are rushing to get somewhere, mm-hmm i'm I'm thinking about taking just having TED time be my new time because think of all the benefits of being somewhere consistently fifteen minutes early, okay like number one this you alleviate the stress of running just a few minutes late,
1: yeah, you're giving people the best version of yourself by not being a hurried rushed running in right person
2: um two more selfishly, it's it's a power play. Like you get to the meeting first, you get to pick the seat that you want to Take Mm -hmm. you pick the if it's a restaurant meeting you get to pick the table you get to pick the chair at the table like you're there first and then everybody else walks in and even if they're early they're like oh I hope you haven't been waiting long like it's kind of a power play for for business situations so I think that's uh, really good and it's just a sign of respect to be somewhere on time Mm -hmm. and I worked with somebody who was almost proud of the fact that she was always 15 minutes late and it secretly- That's so rude. Oh, it secretly annoyed me. Like I never, like I would kind of jokingly say, you know, that's like, that's a disrespectful thing.
1: Well, and it's disrespectful to joke about it because that means that you're not respectful of the people's time that you're with. So it's like, oh, you guys have nothing better to do than to sit here and wait on me. Exactly. Yeah. It's so rude. So I,
2: I, I don't know if it would be a resolution or if it would just be a thing that I would like to try to start doing, but just imagine like not even like trying to train yourself, just shifting everything to be 15 minutes early. Mm -hmm. So if you're meeting somebody for dinner at 6.15, like that's the time in your head, you automatically adjust it back to six o'clock Yep, and you just get there at six. I
1: think I'm usually like that.
2: You're not that early.
1: Not that early, but I'm usually, I'm prompt, right?
2: Yeah, you're prompt. You, you're, you're rarely, sometimes you have trouble back timing things. Mm-hmm. So there's always a squish getting out of the house. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you keep people waiting, waiting long. Yeah. So anyways, it was just a thought to, to think about as 2019 wraps up and 2020 is on the horizon. Just, a, just an idea for a resolution or something. Ted time.
0: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside.
2: I know we brag about this community so much and we talk about the Facebook group and we talk about everybody who leaves us messages and 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 subscribes to the Pick me Every everybody who's involved in the community, the advisory horde, everybody. Thank you. But to me it will never be it, it, I, the 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 amazing will never wear off. To the meetups that you guys organize with each other to all hang out together, mm-hmm. not to, not necessarily to talk about the show and and bond over the show, but just the new friendships that get created because of the connection, the community. I love it. And there was just one that was held in Buford, Georgia, at the Mall of Georgia on Friday night. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to say thank you to, to, I think it was Katie who organized it. Mm -hmm. um, And T-Bird went out to it and everybody who attended. That's, it's just so cool. Thank you so much for for doing that.
3: Double the upside, double the upside, double the upside by the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. We doubled the upside. Man, well, first of all, this is our TC from Ackworth. Uh, Callie, Jeff, thank you so much for uh, creating this community and the upside. And um, I'm just happy that we doubled the upside. You guys started this. Hey! Oh, there's people over here. Hey! We doubled the upside! Yes! Woo! I'm in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> when I heard that, I was just so happy that we actually doubled the upside. Really? man there's so much more goodness to come looking forward to it uh thank you guys for this awesome community and i'm just happy i don't know about y'all but i am really happy
2: we doubled the upside all right guys y'all have a good one when it comes to building a better mattress brooklyn bedding literally owns it american made in their own state-of-the-art factory in arizona where they build a mattress just for you Brothers John and Rob Merwin started out 25 years ago in Phoenix. They learned everything they could about building a quality sleep solution, and then they decided to expand nationwide. They pioneered the bed in a box, and they shipped their first mattress online in 2008. Today, every mattress they sell, handcrafted, on-demand, just for you, delivered right to your door. And if you're wondering why they're called Brooklyn Bedding when they're based in Phoenix, it's because the company is named after their second child. So they're a family-owned company. They are family first, and they always take your sleep experience very personally. That's why they give every mattress a 120-night free trial and a 10-year warranty. Get 25% off all mattresses and sleep accessories at brooklynbedding.com when you use the promo code UPSIDE25. That's brooklynbedding.com. The promo code is UPSIDE25.
0: And Jeff. It's Robin. I am calling in regards to the vision board. I have never been somebody who's like sat down and put a vision board together, but I had it in my head that we had to move out of our house before my son started kindergarten and my husband and I had a list of the things that we wanted and needed in a house and we had them written down. I prayed about it and we finally found a house that fit everything that we wanted. So I definitely agree that you've got to put it out there. I love your show. Hope you guys are having a good one. Bye. Hi, Jeff and Callie. This is Christina, and I just wanted to call and congratulate you guys on doubling the upside. I'm so proud of you guys, and I really can't wait to see what 2020 has in store for both of you. You guys are amazing, and I just wanted to wish you a wonderful holiday season. Okay? Bye. This is Beth. I was just thinking about when y'all were talking about giving or receiving gifts that you don't necessarily like, or is like a theme that doesn't really have anything to do with you. (laughs) One year for Christmas, my husband's boss got me a set of those mule mugs, which I thought was super random, but I mean, it was nice of him to get me something and those old copper mugs are really cute. So I just went with it. And then that same year we, we all went out together for New Year's and he bought me a Moscow mule. And so I was like, what the heck? And I just, I figured he probably knows someone that likes them and just got it accept and thought that that was me but then i drank it and it was delicious and now it's one of my favorite drinks so i guess i have him to thank for that so (laughs) there we go okay bye hi this is jen breedlove from roswell um i'm totally on board jeff with the week of honesty for years my family has been if we like something that's all they get for the rest of their lives like I like cats, so I got cat everything, even when I turn like thirty five. I'm like, I like the animal. I don't necessarily want like cat earrings and cat figurines and this. And everyone in my family does it. My dad loves stocking stuffers and he will buy things from the dollar store. His one of his famous gifts is a forty of Natty Daddy, the gross beer and he puts it in our stocking along with a whole bunch of other crap stuff and I told my dad this year I'm like dad the natty daddy goes straight down the drain I was like don't bother (laughs) anyway I'm on board with that idea love you guys have a great day bye
3: treat other people how you want to be treated don't be bossy and always be respectful to your parents too love you bye